What's up, guys, and welcome back to this episode of Second Stringer Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Griffin, and I'm here with my guy, Najee. What's up, guys? We had a little bit of technical difficulties to start this episode, so we're, <laughs> a little, yeah, we're, a little. So we're glad to you know, get back into the swing of things. I you know, missed a couple episodes due to you know, spring break, busy college students, but we're here, and boy, do we have a bit to share about the NFL. I mean, yes. there's a lot going on right now. Uh, we're gonna wait. We're gonna let. We're gonna build into the fun stuff. And obviously, you know, the Patriots and Packers are our teams. So we're gonna wait and let that simmer for a second because there's plenty to talk about with both teams there. However, one big name that has been thrown around the media a lot during the season and now postseason in the off season, Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on. Lamar, which essentially, for those of you who don't know, and Najee and I are not complete experts on this one either, so yeah. we are not saying that this is 100% correct, but this is based off articles that we've read. It's that Lamar has the opportunity to look at other offers from different teams, and if he does receive one, the Ravens can match that offer, or if he does go, it'll end up being two first-round picks for him. Now... There is no mention of like, oh, what the two first rounders are. If it's from this year's draft, is it future? They're just up in the air right now as two first round draft picks. However, with that being said, it doesn't seem like a lot of teams are coming to knock on his door, which is surprising from the very young, still in his prime, agile superstar, former MVP that is Lamar Jackson. What do you make of this? It's weird because we've never seen something like that. And obviously, you know, we've, um, I feel like we're impartial towards him, but we've definitely criticized them, you know, over the years, particularly about his, you know, passing ability. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard pressed to find anyone that'll say, you know, he's, you know, not one of the most athletic, you know, guys probably in the history of the league. Um, You know, a, a smart player, uh, you know, from what we see on the outside, a, a good leader. Um, but he's made some real strides in terms of his passing ability. Um, obviously, we've, we haven't been able to see it, you know, come the postseason last couple of years due to injuries. Um, Which is obviously unfortunate, but, you know, it, it happens. It, it happens. It happens. But in, I think with his, you know, improvement in throwing ability, we'll see him take less risks, uh, you know, scrambling, that sort of thing. Um which will, you know, probably reduce his injuries, you know, knock on wood. Um, but, no, we've never seen something like this. I mean, the closest thing, you know, in, in recent memory would be, and it's not even that close of a situation, I'm just former MVP, you know, r- you know, good scrambling quarterback Cam mm-hmm. Newton. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously when Cam left, you know, you know, the Panthers and came to New England – He's not a tenth of the player that that Lamar is, um, but you know, two athletic quarterbacks, yeah. former MVPs. That's kind I mean, of the only the, similarity. The, the similarities definitely fit. It's just the timeline is a little bit different. Yeah. Cam definitely a little bit past his prime, whereas Lamar, you could argue, hasn't even hit it yet. I mean, he's yeah. still got that stride ahead of him. But I mean, you look at the list of guys, and you're like, all right. I mean, obviously, Steelers just picked up. Kenny yeah. Pickett, so that's a yeah. future guy. But like Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, you'd rather have Ryan Tannehill. 
No, but also it comes down to the finances. Obviously, oh, we no, know absolutely. we know what he's worth. Oh, he's he's worth a fair amount. You know, if Rogers making sixty million this year, you know, Lamar has to be you know in that ballpark. He has to be in that ballpark, if um, not more. Absolutely, for sure. No, yeah, I think that. But I think I look around. And I'm like, we have a, a a winner on this team, and like to look at teams that are giving out, you know, or not even giving out, but holding on to these quarterbacks that I don't think, like, they're not better. I mean, obviously, you know, Brock Purdy was able to shine, and yep. now it's going to be whether it's him or Trey Lance. That's fine. Seattle Seahawks are sticking with Geno. They re-signed him. That's a good story. But, like, yeah. you're looking at the camp, the the Bucks who signed, like, Baker, and he's now going against Kyle Trask as who's going to be the starting quarterback. Like, come on, guys. Like Which he should win in reality. Yeah, he should. Um, Washington Commanders, you got Jacoby Brissett fighting for a starting position. I mean, They like, should have kept uh, Hen- uh, Henneke. They should have. Henneke, yeah. It makes a lot of – I mean, you yeah, you got a lot of, like, quality starting quarterbacks and a lot of young potential guys that, like, obviously you want to build with. But there's some guys that you're just like, Andy Dalton on the Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers are a garbage dump. Like, yep. I mean, yeah, they've been where quarterbacks go to die the past couple of years. But I'm like, come on, like, Atlanta Felton, Desmond Ryder – yeah, and I don't. I mean, for those franchises I just mentioned, I mean, it, I don't think it comes down to a a money issue because they don't have guys on that team taking up, no, you know, a significant, it's not a money you know, issue. cap. Not at all. So I don't know. I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this for you know the NBA, but there's just some franchises that they can't get it right for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know. It starts from from top top down. So if the you know the leadership ownership component isn't right, um, it's going to be tough to to succeed beyond that. But but never mind that. I don't know. I just feel like you know both NFL and NBA. There's just some franchises that can't get it right either. I mean, you can blame it on location. You know, it's not a, a free agent destination that people want to go go to. Uh, it might not have history. Um, I mean, there's you can blame it on a hundred things. No, but yeah, you can blame it on a ton of different things. But at the end of the day, like, yeah. you got to be able to make a position where this quarterback, like, all the things that they want, obviously, will have to fall into place. But at the end of the day, you're still it's still your job. Yeah. You still need to go out and perform. And like, obviously, the Ravens haven't really cared for him, and there's been issues with his injuries, and obviously this non-exclusive tag being like, oh, yeah, like, come get him. They clearly knew that no one was going to come get him. Yeah. So they, well, they I mean, hedged their bets. I don't think bets. it was obvious at the time. Um, I mean, logically, who no, wouldn't want you, him? I'd you, say if you would have told me, I would have taken him. Five teams max would say no to him. We could say Kansas City, Buffalo. No, yeah. Jets coming up. The uh, Bengals. Bengals. Um you, you probably are uh, Her- Herbert, Herbert and, and the Chargers. Herbert, yeah. maybe, you know, Trevor Lawrence, but that, that's it. No, yeah. Um, um, well, uh, uh, Eagles, Jalen Hurts, you can yes. make that argument. So, seven. Yeah. Um, oh, but of course, you got to you gotta throw in, um, what is it? I mean, like, the. Uh, I guess some younger guys on, like, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence, but I think that's a different scenario than, like, a Brock Purdy or, like, a. Another, I guess, really Brock Purdy. Well, it's different. Trailers. Brock Purdy, to me, is a, a more consistent Jimmy G. Mm, so he's true. not like a guy like Trevor Lawrence. I'd, I'd say, I mean, 
between the two guys, Trevor Lawrence and and uh, Herbert, I'd kind of put them in the same okay, that's category fair. That's fair. of extremely talented already. Yeah, have been NFL ready since you know I've followed uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, in high school and his eight eight on eight days and stuff. You know that documentary on, on YouTube about him. Mm-hmm. Um, those two, I'd put them in the same category just because they've been NFL ready pretty much since high school. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. I get that. I get that. I think one thing I want to go back to is something that you mentioned about Aaron Rodgers being, what was it, sixty million? Yeah. I mean, you're putting Daniel Jones. He just signed a big extension, four years, uh, for forty million. That's another thing. I don't so, know. I. To me, that's a no-brainer. If you had the opportunity, especially with the guys that you know the Giants, you know, have have gotten this offseason, they got. Couple receivers, mm-hmm. tight end. I, I believe say. so. I can double check the um, list. While imagine if you just swap out, you know, their comparable contracts. Not saying the Ravens want Daniel Jones, but oh yeah, if they do that swap with the first round picks, because realistically, the past two years, I know Lamar has been out. I've picked them to come out of the AFC two years in a row, um, and it wasn't that he fell short. He wasn't in the lineup, so. Yeah, I mean, right now, there's not really anywhere that, like, screams where, you know, I would do, I mean, going, but it seems like he's going to be staying in, in Baltimore. I don't know why they don't want him. Like, I mean, they didn't have a paying, pro- they didn't have a problem paying uh, Dak Prescott that money, and Lamar oh is God. a different, different class than yeah. Dak Prescott. Um, not to say that I'm not a fan of, of Dak Prescott, but but I'm uh, not a fan of Dak. <laughs> no, no, I mean I like him as a person, and you know, <laughs> as a, I think he's a pretty good leader. As a human being, he's a swell guy. He is. Uh, I think you know he has the good sleep on commercials. Uh, I don't know. I just think you know he has good leadership, has those intangibles, but in terms of performance, crunch time, especially being the quarterback of of the Cowboys with that pressure. Um, and all the unluckiness you have to <laughs> go through, uh, you know, being a Dallas Cowboy. Oh, um, uh, well, that brings us perfectly into Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. No more Zeke. He's on the way out. Yeah, Bye-bye. he's at Eddie Lacy part two. Eddie Lacy part two. I know yeah. you said that earlier, but uh, would you care to elaborate on why you're calling him Eddie Lacy part two? Because they had such – I feel like both of their primes started, like, from their rookie year, mm-hmm. like started early, they didn't ease into it. They didn't build into it. They're just you like know, we're hitting the ground w- running right into it. Dominant. I remember, you know, Zeke's rookie year. You know, he had a, him and him and Dak were rookies together. They had a, you know terrific duo going. That was the the year Green Bay uh, knocked them off in the playoffs. Crazy game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both had a pretty good game. They they got back into it, um, but. You know, going back on on Eddie Lacy, you know Eddie Lacy for for my team, the Packers. You know, came in with when we hadn't had a really good back. Even when we won the Super Bowl, we did not have you know a sensational running back. We had you know obviously great receivers, but running attack was not was not a big portion of you know the game plan mm-hmm. stuff like that. We had James Starks, which was you know. Solid. He was a guy that made a difference. Whenever I watched the games that yeah. Green Bay had and like the highlights, like yeah. James Starks just like 
he was always relevant in those games. He made you know he made big big runs. He was kind of shifty. Um, he was like a really 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 good backup guy, but as a number one. And then you know we mm-hmm. got Eddie Lacy, and we hadn't had that kind of. You know, I remember like early early on in his career. I mean, him and Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch were you know neck and neck mm-hmm. in terms of play style, because um, they were like, I don't know if they're the tallest guys, but definitely like stocky stockier yeah. builds for a running back, mm-hmm. almost like a fullback build as opposed to running like yeah. a traditional kind of running back. Um, More of the, the full fullback body type with the speed of yeah, a, of like the they, running back, and they could truck. And once they got in, you know. You know, free. Oh, if you gave him a couple steps of yeah, free um, space, it's uh, it's over. But you know, Eddie Lacy was out of the league because, um, you know, he he overate. You know, he had an eating disorder, which stemmed. You know, after I kind of, I was always a big fan of him, so I was kind of how he kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Pretty. I mean, he had a good like I'd say fourish. Yeah, he had a good years, stretch. Uh, three, fourish years. Uh, so I watched a documentary on him and. Uh, his whole story was about, you know, going through the Katrina hurricane mm-hmm. um, when he lived. I believe he grew up in New Orleans. Um, you know, how that affected him kind of psychologically and, you know, living in New Orleans, obviously, Zion, you know, Williamson can tell you about, you know, the the, the food situation over there. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, and kind of that was always his comfort in, in tough times. Yeah, and that, absolutely. How, how that came back in his career and how he – you know, over eight, and, you know, I don't know if he was traded or he was released or his contract expired. He went to Seattle for one year. Yeah. Um, which was supposed to be, like, the running back tandem duo of the, you know, of, of all time, him him and Marshawn, both, you know, out of their primes. But still, th- those two together never worked out. And I think Zeke, just no backstory like Eddie Lacy, to my knowledge, but if you just kind of – Watch the the you clips the, over what's time. What's happening? No, yeah, and to uh, to bring in some statistics for you, I mean, Zeke's been in the league for seven years yeah, now. Yeah, in his rookie year, it was by far his best season. Mm-hmm. He played 15 games. He had 322 uh, attempts for over 1,600 yards on yeah. the ground, mm-hmm. and he averaged, you know, that's over five yards a carry. So that's phenomenal for their run game. He had 15 touchdowns. Then there was an injury in the you know second year, and he only played ten games, so Mm -hmm. there was a dip there. But since, besides that, there's been a consistent decrease in not only the yards from like his first season to now, but there was a decrease every year in the amount of carries going down like every year. He did have some quality years in uh, 2018 and 2019 where he put over, you know, over 13 and over 1,400 yards. Yep. But other than that, he's he's only had four, out, I mean, which is over 50%, but, I mean, when you're yep. supposed to be this dominant running back, he's only had four over 1,000-yard rushing seasons, and one of them was 1,002 yards, so barely scraping yep. across it. And oddly enough... This year, I mean, it was obviously his lowest one. I mean, Tony Pollard kind of took over the the back show for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. But oddly enough, he did get 12 touchdowns, which, I mean, was almost his 
high yeah, that he, he got his rookie his year. Out. Exactly. He got pretty <laughs> lucky when he would get those, you know, first and goals. And that tells you, if you look at the stats, obviously you just read out like the averages and stuff, but he had a high touchdown rate. Mm-hmm. So they were just kind of using him goal line because yeah. they were paying him so much. So no, they yeah, want you, him to. You want to get use out of him. Um, yeah. And that's similar. I mean, obviously he, he was no nowhere near the performance of, of Aaron Jones. But if you look at Aaron Jones just from, you know, watching them past couple of years, his numbers have dropped significantly because, you know, who has he had as backups? He's had Jamal Williams and now A.J. Dillon, very similar backs, mm-hmm. kind of. Get a couple yards, give uh, you know Aaron Jones a break. That affects your numbers. I mean, I feel like if Aaron Jones is our one and only running back, just as if Zeke was their one and only running back, their numbers would be significantly better than mm-hmm. it is. So I I don't go necessarily in those type of situations where team teams have you know rota- rotational backs. Um, they don't have one primary guy, maybe one primary guy on paper in terms of salary. Um, but you can't go based off that. Those kind of situations, those kind of teams, you just have to go based on the eye test. And the la- his last play as a cowboy kind of sums oh, up. Oh, his this, last uh, play as a cowboy is uh, is one of the funniest. Uh, if if you are having a bad day and you yeah. you just need a something to cheer you up, ladies and gentlemen, Google the uh, Ezekiel Elliott's last play as a cowboy. My man's him as a center. lines up <laughs> under center with no other linemen. Gets absolutely pancaked, and then Dak throws like and it gets blown up. An, immediately. an incomplete pass. No, it was completely. It was complete. Oh right, yeah. he got he got tackled. Yeah, yeah. Right, he threw he threw it to a marked man that got immediately tackled in the center. Had of the no field. time to lateral. No, no time, time to lateral. Literally. And who and who called the play? Courtesy of <laughs> the one Mike McCarthy. Oh. Uh, what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. What a play. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, do you see Zeke, one, making a recovery on a new team? And if so, what team do you think needs or would take Zeke? No. I, it's going to end up being an Eddie Lacy It's going to be an Eddie Lacy. Gonna, I, I don't see him being bounced out of the league. Yep. I see him going to a team, not even being their number one guy. Um, But. I feel like that'll be a short stint, and he'll uh, end up on the couch. Uh, do you, Do you have a team in mind where you think he could end up? Whether it's as a backup, I feel like it's going to be a random team. That it's going like, to be a random team. I mean, we've seen crazier. I mean, honest, I could see like the Forty ers picking him up because they have backs. They'd use them just as like a depending on salary, of course, uh-huh. because you're not going to pay. Someone's stupid money to be a third back on a team, but I could yeah. see him. You know, obviously Debo's a receiver, but they use him like a back. Mm-hmm. You know, but he doesn't want to be a back. So if they brought in a new back, uh, maybe I, I don't know why he gets most of his yards not, hey. not from passing plays. So, um, well, that's because Jimmy G couldn't throw the ball to him. Well, they got Brock now. There you go, and Trey Lance. We'll have to see how that pans <laughs> out. But I think Forty ers off the top of my head, obviously. You know, conference rival. Um, Give him a little bit of oomph. You know, a little bit of uh, yeah, gusto. I, 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 I don't think he expected to be released, um, quite frankly. So, you know, he could come in as, as the 49ers. You know, obviously Debo's had injuries. Um, some of their backs, you know, have, have had injuries. Um, 
you know, he could be a safety net for him. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, moving along to a team that has done a fair amount, because we're going from a team that we're talking about a guy that has just left, but a team that has done a fair amount. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the Raiders. The Raiders have done. Yeah. Now, what I think is decent business. You may completely disagree with me, but I think it's very decent for what they're looking for if you take a look at like mm-hmm. overall picture of things. So, obviously, bye-bye Derek Carr. They said bye to him at the Pro Bowl. So they need to fill that spot. And they bring in Jimmy G, who's a solid quarterback. Yeah. Not the end of the world. No, I, I think it was a... It's it's an upgrade. We'll put it that way. I, I it's think an it upgrade. is, yeah. And then they obviously, they've done the same thing as Lamar Jackson with the non-exclusive franchise tag on Josh Jacobs, which yeah. they'll probably just retain him. Then they also bring in Jacoby Myers out of New England, which yeah. obviously sad to see him go because he's been our number one receiver the past couple of years, and he really made good strides, but we were not going to pay him $33 million. No, but I would still, uh, I don't know. I'd still take him over Juju. No. That that is a hundred percent true, but for some reason, how much is Juju's salary? Oh, More Juju's, than that? Juju's is probably nothing. Um, but I just find it interesting because if you think about it, uh, Juju signed a three-year, twenty-five and a half million. That's it. Yeah. Wow. And Jacoby was what thirty-three, 33. for how, how many years? Um, can I get a years on 34. this? Uh, well, the issue is he. Okay, so the guaranteed of Juju's is 16. The guaranteed on Myers is 21, put it that way. He'll earn 11 in year one and receive a bonus. Um, so comparable. Maybe, maybe a two-year? But, yeah, I mean, I just find it odd that they're paying that much for his salary yeah. because he's their – I mean, I guess he's their second option if or – second B option, depending on if you want to compare it. but What, to Devontae, you mean? Yeah, obviously Devontae's one. I, 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 Darren Waller, too. Well, Darren Waller, okay. I was going more just wide receivers, but yeah. yeah. He's probably their fourth overall offensive With Jimmy weapon. G, Darren Waller might be their one. That That is true. Does does like a good, uh, does like a good tight end <laughs> connection. Um Um, but no, I think I think it's weird because you have Hunter Renfro, you have Devontae Adams, you have Josh Jacobs, you have Darren Waller, who's always injured, granted, yeah. I understand. Uh but yeah, no, it's a three year thirty three million. They still have Hunter Renfro? They still have Hunter Renfro to my knowledge. Who was the a Raider like that went to um Giants? Raider that went to Giants is Darren Waller. It was Darren it Waller? It was Darren Waller. We haven't gotten to that yet. Okay, so I was, yeah, so Darren Waller's not going to be their number two. Or no, number it's one. not going to be anymore, but it was at the time of this trade. <laughs> I thought it was Hunter Renfro. No, funny. no, you were, you were but that, that's what I, I was confused by, why they bring in a wide receiver, pay him, you know, three, 33 over three, and he's the second, third option of the wide receiver depth chart. He's obviously not going to be top two, top three when Darren Waller was yeah. there. But it's, I just find it very interesting. I thought, like, a guy with him would just 
I feel like he would be an upgrade for Kansas City if they did a swap. No, I, I think he. Oh, he would kill with Patrick yeah. Mahomes. That and that lineup would work really well. I mean, you have MVS. Pacheco, MVS, mm-hmm. McKinnon. I mean, Kelsey's obviously Hardman their number left, one. Didn't he? Hard, Hardman, I think, is on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got. I'll look him up. I think he got let go today. Yeah, or he went today. to a different. Team. I went to a different team. Double check on that. But that's the thing is like, there's so many te- people that are on the moves right Jets. now. Jets. Oh. Wait till we get into the Jets, bro. Jets are wild right now. Um, but no, that does bring up a good point. On Monday, Darren Waller <laughs> returned from his honeymoon with WNBA superstar Kelsey Plum. Uh, and the tight end found out that he was traded to New York, which is honestly... A very, I mean, a solid line. You have Daniel Jones, who I've never thought has been very good, but has played well last season. Lucky. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it's a fluke season or if it's a continuation. I'm calling You got Saquon, who's injured all the time, and, wait for it, now a tight end that is injured all the time. It's a match made in heaven. I think it was a fluke last year. I don't. I still think, like, there's so many holes in their defense that it's not even funny. That's always been their issue and O-line. Um, but. Yeah, but no, it's okay. They they got a tight end now. <laughs> yeah, but they had. Uh, how about Ingram? He's still there. I haven't. He I haven't seen anything. Solid. He was solid, but that's the thing is like, I don't know how many games Darren Waller is going to end up playing because he was on my fantasy bench in the injury reserve for most of last season. Yeah, you the and season me both. before yeah. that. Yeah. Like he he's just one of those guys. You're like, oh, well, Travis and Mark Andrews are taken, so he's there. Points, he's, he's there, but like, yeah. yeah. He's a solid target. Uh, but with that being said, I think I think the Raiders made a good move in getting rid of him because he's a young, injury-prone guy, and obviously, you know, getting him out of the way is, is smart. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't get the Jacoby Myers. I get the Jimmy G. Solid. Jimmy G, Fonte Adams, Hunter Renfro. I like that. But is Jimmy G that much of an upgrade than Derek Carr, considering no. Devontae is the only reason he went there? I mean, uh, he was the only reason Devontae went there. No. I feel like because you move on from their car, you're gonna Devante feels lose a Devante. certain type of way. My prediction is this is Devontae's last year with the Raiders. Is his his contract up with the Raiders? No, but he's gonna He's gonna request yeah. a trade. And he said it. He their car was the only reason. Yeah. And then you trade that guy. And then you put Jimmy G. I feel like Jimmy G's gonna throw away more picks than their mm. car. So essentially it's whoever signs Derek Carr has a very good shot of Getting Devontae Adams next year? Do you no. think? No. 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 I, I think Devontae knew that he made a mistake leaving Aaron in Green Bay. And he's that gonna, was a big downgrade. It was a big. And he's going to try and go for an actual quality quarterback this yeah, time he, around. I mean, he 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 knew that he made the mistake, and I think he reminisced too much of the the times in college. But yeah. college football is a different animal. No, absolutely. Completely there's no defense. There's barely. I mean, yeah. When you get up to the championship game, there's barely any defense. What is it? It goes up to 60, 70 points a yeah. game. There's no defense. There's no defense. It's an all-star game, essentially. So he overlooked, he overlooked what their car has achieved or la- lack of success in the NFL. He overlooked how good Aaron Rodgers was and was like, oh, they're all NFL starting quarterbacks. I like this one because we played in college together. And Devontae, I mean, we've talked about Devontae's play style is not like a, a D-hop where he can make a bad quarterback look good. Uh-huh. His whole thing is creating separation on the line. And being able to make you know tight, you know, 
catches, grabs. Well, you got to get a good ball thrown in there. You got you got to be able to thread the needle. You do. Um, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, not not those guys. If he if he if Devontae's naked, you know that kind of thing, <laughs> then then Jimmy G will be able to hit him. But he's not gonna be. He's not gonna do his typical explosive thing. plays. I'm still taking Derek Carr over. Um, it's a good take. It's a good take. I think I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because now you have three very solid. It could be wide receiver ones on a fair amount of teams. Maybe not Hunter Renfro, but yeah. wide receiver two. Um, but I think you have three solid wide receivers and a running back who went on some of the streakiest games of all time last season where he would just put up 200 yards and three touchdowns and then go for like 45. Yeah. But you'll, you'll we'll have to see how, how it plays out for the Raiders. I think moving on from Darren Waller was a smart thing to do. I think... Jacoby Myers definitely deserved it from the Patriots. And with that being said, we will get into the Patriots now, which, spoiler, Lackluster. I am I'm not, not exactly thrilled. I'll say this. I'm, fan, I'm fine with the re-signings. No, I'm not fine. I'm happy with the re-signings of some of our defensive players. Yeah. Jonathan Jones, good. Had a great year. Jabril Peppers, solid one year. Jalen Mills wasn't, like, the happiest about him, but, like, it wasn't a big deal. So we're fine with that. McCordy retired. McCordy retires. You need to retain some of the guys. Then we got this Juju guy. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh, my. Three years of Juju? I have to deal with three years of Juju Smith-Schuster? You're kidding me. You're kidding me. And to think that like those two, him and Chase Claypool are on the same team, they're basically like their antics are basically the same. Like they yeah, literally. You always I feel like the, above all in any, you know, sports league team whatever, above all has to be passion for the game. Mm-hmm. Whatever that, you know, respective game is, NFL Football, NBA, basketball, what, what have you. Those two guys, there's never been a moment where I've been like, those two guys love the game and they're invested in it. I I grew up on a team that would like play this perfect Bill Belichick, like no-nonsense football. Yep. They'd play for the badge. They'd play for the team. Well, same thing with the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. And now we got this guy and we signed him for three years. Like, I'm waiting for like the first practice. I'm like, did Bill and him talk? Do they? Does has Bill seen him? And he did not have a crazy good year last year. No, I um, I crapped on him the last episode we yeah. had when we were talking about the Super Bowl recap. He didn't do anything. He was like their fourth guy. Yeah, he was the he was the fourth guy on a team of wide receiver twos. Yeah, pretty much. We say lost Tyreek. MVS has his role streak. Yeah. That's the only yeah, route exactly. he can run. You had Hardman. Hardman. You, had, you had Juju. And Juju played like four games. Yeah, I think he had the one touchdown. Mm-hmm. And we're signing him for three years. Three years. I hate to say it. Um, until they address the quarterback situation. No, say it. Talk your shit. Air it out. I'm annoyed at... Them doing this. Until they address the quarterback situation and realize that, yeah, Mac Jones can make more throws than the average guy, but 
Does he have leadership qualities? I don't believe so. I think he wants to be led. Um, and under Bill, that's not the the worst possible thing. No. But we've talked about it time and time again. Mm-hmm. He cannot throw a dart to no. save his life. No. And that's the problem. For some of those routes, I mean, you look at guys that, you know, we kind of joke about that are kind of mediocre throwers of the football or have improved. You look at guys like Lamar. Mm-hmm. Even when Lamar was was bad, was bad, he was throwing bullets. It might not have been the most accurate bullets. Yeah, but he, he had he had pace behind the ball. Yeah, Mac Jones. Every you know every throw is lackadaisical. You know, a lot of air underneath it, and that leads to especially you know out routes. That, that's easy pick sixes, um, but. I've never been the biggest fan of him. I, you know, even though talent-wise on paper, I'm still taking him over over Zappi. I think Zappi, you know, showed way, way, way more promise than, I, than I Mac think, Jones. I think Zappi came in with confidence, and I think Mac's confidence was shattered because of all the media and because of what happened, and then Zappi getting put in. And yeah, but you cannot but, blame. Yeah, you, you cannot you gotta, blame you Patricia. You, you can't. You gotta be. You know, you gotta believe in yourself. So he goes down. He had 22 touchdowns in his rookie year, and he had 14 this past year. Yeah. He had a thousand less throwing yards. He had two less interceptions. Granted, he has 24 over two years, mm-hmm. so it's still 12 a season. So mm-hmm. it's not the best. His rating went down uh, almost 10 points in the QBR rating. And his completion percentage was still up there in the in the mid sixties, but it did decrease from last season. So overall, it was a big step down. Yeah, which you hate to see from your second year player. Losing your quote unquote number one wide receiver in Jacoby Myers, who we we didn't mention because we we have to mention since Zeke yep. Jacoby Myers last, one of his last plays as a Patriot when it was against the Raiders, the throwback, and now he's on their team. He's always been for the Raiders. Anyways, got that joke out. We're past it. Um, No, it's just like Mac Jones, I'm like, okay, third year. This is the year where you say, I'm going to be a starting quarterback or I'm going to float around and be another like Sam Darnold type where I had a year, eh, didn't really go too well, and now I'm bouncing around trying to find a starting job. Because you you lost – Myers, Bourne has not really been in with Belichick, and he looks like he's on his way out. I'm pretty sure Aguilar's deer deal is over. They trade away Janu, which we'll get into that in a second because that's How interesting. How about they still have uh, Devonte Parker? They still have Devonte Parker. Honest, he could be the number one. You no, know, he he yeah. showed flashes no, no, he, last he year. He should be the number one. Yeah. So you have Devonte number one. Mm-hmm. You have Juju number two. You have uh, Thornton, the second year who going to second year is a speedster. So like you have your roles and everything. And you obviously, we haven't mentioned it yet, but they bring in, you know, James Robinson at running back. So that's a, a good running back duo, I guess. You know, you got Stevenson, you got Robinson. So I like that. I don't hate it. But at they the end lost, of the day, uh, Harris. they did lose Harris, which pretty big, very big. Robinson definitely doesn't fill that role. But if Stevenson's going to be your number one guy, like fine. But yeah, so overall, that's not the best. We still have Hunter Henry, which is perfect mm-hmm. for a guy that can't throw the ball because you have a big target. And then we get, oh my God, this is, I I swear it's like they just Bill was like you know what let's take let's let's go to uh, 
memes of the NFL, and we'll just take the top guys. They get Juju, and they get Mike Gesicki, bro. The unseasoned gritty. I don't know. I just, I don't know why. I don't know if it's Bill just trying to get back up on his feet, you know, since Brady left. Um, he's just getting these guys, and we, you know, on and on. We we can go on from as soon as Tom left. You know, you go through the beginning with Cam. Oh, it's it's, it's a bad Nathan list. Aguilar. You go through this one, that one. It's all guys that, like, I wouldn't even say they're past their prime. They just were overhyped from yeah. their previous destinations or were kicked out of their previous de- destinations. You look at Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. You know, he was essentially kicked out of Philly. Yeah. Um, he had no hands. Yeah. I mean, there's a famous clip of that guy uh, catching, uh, you know, uh, a baby from a burning building. Yeah. And he said, I have better hands than, than Aguilar. Aguilar. I mean, that was a meme in itself. Um, no, it, it it speaks to it truly. And it's one of those things where you look at it, and thank God he didn't do anything too crazy. Like, James Robinson's two-year deal was, like, eight mil. Yeah. Kasicki was a one-year, four-and-a-half mil. Like, it wasn't anything but crazy. Not, what I'm saying is they're not investing in quality pieces. Oh, no. They're not, not even drafting not guys who are – who need work, there's a lot of room for for improvement. They kind of build them. You know, I mean, I talk shit about, you know, Green Bay's front office all the time, but you look at that entire defense, and, uh, yeah, they, they definitely underperformed last year. Oh, 100%. But they start to, you know, come around towards the end. That whole defense, you know, we had multiple pro bowlers. Yeah. Were pretty much all drafted, you know, by us or – were unsigned. Yeah, no, you know, they they, they work, work their guys up. Um, and, and New England, I feel they're they ha- their turnover is so high, mm-hmm. but they're they're selecting the wrong guys. No, they're they're they are for the past couple of years, and you're right. Since Tom's left, that it's been a, a, a considerable downgrade because the, the quality that want to play with Tom Brady will obviously take that that pedigree that he holds. I mean, we. Hightower retires, McCourty retires. Like those are two guys that like won multiple Super Bowls with you. Both McCourties, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, you like had this, you know, substantial career. You had this great impact with the team, but they were also like nearing the end. Like Hightower was definitely not the guy. Like he's no. been nearing the end. But like when you look at our defense, I'm like, Judon, like he's playing really strong. Like okay, like. You know, Jones has been playing well. But then you, like, bring in these guys. Like, I mentioned, yeah, I'm fine with Mills. But, like, I'm not happy about it. No, but even those guys that you just mentioned that are, you know, definitely out of their primes, I'm still taking that over an inexperienced, not even overhyped, but just, like, run-of-the-mill guys. Mm-hmm. I just am. Um is that the smart long-term decision? No. No, the smart long-term decision would be draft well. No, they, build they, these they guys need up. to draft well. That That's the thing. Is it comes down to this upcoming draft and to seeing what they're going to get. But as of right now, I'm very confused, and I'm very interested to see how it plays out because you have what looks like James Robinson as your backup back, Juju as your wide receiver two, Mike Gesicki as your tight end two, which, granted, they tried to repeat – what they did when they had Aaron Hernandez and Gronk, which was a tight end duo that just absolutely crap on every single NFL team. Yep. But you have to realize that Hernandez and Gronkowski were phenomenal players yeah. by themselves. Yeah. Like Gronk is considered one of the best tight ends ever 
And when he started for the first couple of years, Hernandez was better than him. Yeah. So, like, you have to look at the holistic p- picture. You can't just sign a number one tight end from a crap team. No. Oh, sorry, Dolphins, you're not a crap team. I just dislike you. Uh, and go, oh, yeah, we're going to be better now because we have two good tight ends. Like, no, that's yeah. it's not going to work. I mean, I'm I'm happy, but, yeah, no, it's one of those things where I'm like, I need Mac to step up. I need him to play. Because if, if, if Mac can't get the guys the ball, then it's going to be bad. I don't like the Juju one. No, I'm never gonna like no, the Juju one, like that one but, but that's just that's. Just I gotta I to be honest, Cruff. Yeah. Obviously, I know the Patriots being from New England. You know, I, I watch as many games I can, not as much as you know. Green Bay is my yeah. team. This year for Green Bay was was pretty painful to me to, for for me to watch. Oh, oh, the Patriots but, were hard. But to we, watch. let me fin- let me finish. Let me finish. This year, Green Bay was probably the most. I mean, yeah, a couple years back when Rodgers was hurt, we didn't make playoffs, but it was understandable. This year was, like, hurt the most because there were flashes where we looked, like, solid. But as a whole, it was pretty painful to watch. Yeah. Even so, better than any any Patriots season since since Tom left. Yeah. The Patriots as a whole no, they've, has I, been painful I, to watch. I've, it's I'm, been I'm, ugly for I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't caught as many games. Obviously, it's to do with schedule. Like when you're at home and you just watch on Sundays, it's it's a lot easier. But yeah. I've definitely caught myself catching just highlights of the the thrashings that we've been taking, and I'm like, this but it's is not painful. even it's not even like that you that there's been losing seasons. It's just it's just watch. No, no, I understand what you're saying. This, the play, the, the calling, quality, the calling, the, the it's so the rough. Team. It's so. It's, it's, it's painful it's hard. to watch. It is painful to watch. Um, one thing I do want to mention before we get into our final bit is I mentioned Johnny Smith was traded. He was traded to the Falcons, which I find very interesting. Yeah. Does that mean Pitts is on the way out? Pitts was only used like a small fraction of what he was used huh, in comparison to, to his Green rookie Bay. year. So, oh, okay, let's get him to Green Bay. Yeah. Speaking of Green Bay, uh, <laughs> Green Bay apparently want to become uh, Jets now. We got Lazard moving on his moving his way over to the New York Jets, and we got a yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, Lazard is a really, really, really good third option. <laughs> He's a solid two option. He's probably the best blocking receiver, you know, that I've seen in my lifetime. And that's not really a talked about stat or anything like uh-huh. that. But um, for the money they gave him, take the, it. Take, take, it, take, take it. it. I mean, you're, you're um, we're new- fine. Christian Watson, he's going to be a stud. I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Let him develop. Um, uh, we already mentioned Hardman's on the Jets as well, yeah. signed uh, to a one-year deal. Yeah. Uh, but then there's this uh, there's this Aaron Rodgers fellow. He's like, oh, I want to play in New York. Yeah. So uh, they're they're finalizing terms, is it, right now? They're trying to figure it out? Yeah, it's just coming down to negotiation right now. And since he said that he wants to go to the Jets, that basically gave all the leverage to to New York, yeah. um, which makes it harder for Green Bay to get a deal for him. Obviously, he'll always be my favorite player. Yeah, um, of course. But I think it was time, and not only because of you know I still think he has you know consider considerable amount left in the tank mm-hmm. in terms of you know playing and. That sort of thing, but it, it's time to let it, the old it, guys it, go and rebuild. Not even that. I think 
we've seen Jordan Love, and obviously, you know, they know a lot more behind the scenes than, than we do. I think he's ready to, for the whole team to be young. But the main thing is, and I hate to say it, Aaron Rodgers turned into Brett Favre. It's every single offseason. Am I coming back? I have. The, I mean, I don't maybe, care. I don't maybe, mind the maybe, darkness maybe, retreat. Any maybe, of it. maybe it's a Green Bay thing. I don't know. I, and I don't even mind like the darkness retreat. Obviously, <laughs> the years that he won MVP, he went to, you know, South America, did ayahuasca and psychedelics and stuff. <laughs> he won back to back MVPs. That's fine. But you know, I, I was waiting for that pack mat. Pat McAfee uh, episode, and he explained that he went in thinking he was going to retire, and Green Bay told him, you know, we want you back. He comes out of the, the darkness retreat, um, ready to play for Green Bay, um, and, you know, Green Bay made their decision to, to move on. I think it's it's tough because he's my favorite player, and it's hard to obviously criticize your your favorite. No, player, yeah, absolutely. It's the same. A, it's the same yeah. thing when like Tom, like left. It was that sort of that sour taste. Like, oh, like I'm pissed off because you know you're leaving. Like you're leaving our team. Yeah. Like you made this team. It's tough, but I, being objective, I think it's it's it, tough every single off season. Going through a, a LeBron 2010 decision yeah. every single offseason, uh-huh. and as a fan base, I think you know last couple of years we've always been like, no, we need you back. You know they messed up taking you know Jordan Love. You know we want you back. Come please, please come back, Aaron. And I think this was the first year where we're like kind of done with done that, with that the, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like. We've seen Jordan in a couple of games. Obviously, the the guys on the team have seen him in practice. They said he's lit up a couple of practices. Um, but I think it's just the uncertainty that really just – and I, personally, I'm not a fan of Mark Murphy. I think he's done a good job in terms of the roster and that sort of thing. But looking back, you know, we had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back. Mm-hmm. We only got two Super Bowls out of it. So it's a little um, tough. I mean, you could have three with Jordan Love. <laughs> I honestly, I think, I think there's a chance. I think he has the pieces. In, I think we're going to overachieve this year, and I think we're going to have a better record than we did last year. Believe it or not, that that will be an interesting uh, thing to see. But final, final note. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Zach Wilson is the current, you know, well, not really starting quarterback for the New York Jets, but the current. I guess number one option. He's their high first-round draft pick from a couple of years ago. And earlier in the season, he was asked, like, oh, if they bring in, like, a, a veteran in the offseason, he's like, I'm going to make it hell for them every day in practice. Yeah, they're not even in the same class. Um, but they got rid of Mike White was his name. Uh, yeah, Mike White, the most generic person. Yeah. Name, yeah. But he played better He played than well. I would have – I would have – kept Mike White as the backup and tried to ship Zach Wilson and it's seeing what he could have gotten. because they don't know what they have with Zach Wilson. Obviously, they, they drafted him high up. They don't want to squander something. Yeah. Because ultimately, it's an, it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's probably the best case scenario for him. It takes the the, the pressure and the spotlight, spotlight off of him at the moment, especially yeah. being in New York where that's amplified as it is. Absolutely. And you get to learn o- under Aaron, just yeah, like Jordan I mean, learned. People forget Aaron Rodgers sat three years before 
taking over the starting role. You know, it, 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 it pays to learn. I mean, we look at Lamar Jackson, who was an MVP, I and mean, we talked about him earlier this episode. He was under Joe Flacco. He was under Joe Flacco. It, it is helpful to Mahomes learn. under uh, uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. I mean, Jimmy G was under Tom Brady for a couple yeah. of years before moving out. I mean, yeah, you look at those guys who are able to learn under these great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. We'll have to see how it uh, it plays out, and once the the teams have been finalized, what Aaron Rodgers is worth nowadays. <laughs> but I think it's definitely interesting. It makes my life even more painful because the Jets were actually the team that were definitely the worst yeah, of pay, the AFC East, and now definitely it's, not making. And now playoffs. it's now we're just looking at it, and we're like, oh god, now we're now we're not even coming close to the playoffs. You're gonna be locked in at fourth in the division. <laughs> hey, we could come in. We could come in clutch and make the playoffs, and all AFC East teams make the playoffs as well. I have no idea. This is going to be horrible because we're at our worst ever mm-hmm. stretch of time. We could we could have performed lovely this year. Who knows? But we're in our worst stretch of the past I'd say couple this seasons. This team is still better than Cam's year. No, absolutely. We've improved, but yeah. we're still in our worst yeah, yeah. stretch in recent years, and we have the toughest competition in recent years. It's just yeah, but it, the teams that used to dominate Miami and the Jets. Buffalo obviously has been up and down throughout yeah. the years with you know when they had you know Rex Ryan that that era and yeah, obviously they, Josh they always Allen. used to give us a, a run for always, our money that was always competitive mm-hmm. but Jets and Dolphins were always easy money oh no always now always now it's now it's Jets Dolphins now Buffalo and Bills. Has to watch out Buffalo's, for them. Buffalo's yeah. got to watch out for them Buffalo's like oh we're, we're we got the one seat nah we're we're knocking on the door mm-hmm. bro I'm sorry if I have to deal with uh, uh, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers in the same freaking division. Well, I mean, look, at, I mean, the Rams sold everything, and we didn't talk about it much, but Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins, that's another, you know, acquisition. Oh, which makes the AFC even The Rams, oh. uh, he's overrated. Yeah, but um, I got to see him twice a year now. <laughs> yeah, get Devontae, he'll cook him every time. Um, the Rams gave up everything for one Super Bowl. True. Now you look at them. They're not. They're good. not going to be good for a decade. Yeah. I mean, they just have we'll have Cooper Cop at this point, and and Donald. Who knows how much longer he has? Not not too much longer. I would I would imagine. But think we'll, about we'll it. our to, childhood. I mean, you more so than me because yeah. I only had one in my, and I was still young when Green Bay yeah, won yeah, it yeah. last time. But you more than me, six. No, I was I was definitely spoiled, but it's one of those things where I it, it's it's a blessing and a curse because I I got to experience such great things, you know, by the time I was like 15, yeah. 16 years old, but now we're looking at uh, once you experience it, you just want exactly. It's it, it. it's what all those athletes say. Like once you get to the championship game, you know, you're like you're addicted to it. You want to yeah. you know enjoy, but unfortunately, it looks like we're. Just, just out of Kyrie's reach. the only exception to that rule. Oh my God! Uh, no, the only exception <laughs> seems to... like he's repelled it ever. Since oh my he... God, he's definitely repelled it. He's he's run away from that. My to to end on since we're thinking of NBA, my favorite is the quote where it's like Chris Paul saying like, "Oh, like I'm addicted to the finals ever since I've been," and it's like, "Well, thank God he's like back. he's like clear of it, or he's like you know staying sober." <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for listening to this episode of Second Stringer Sports Podcast, covering all the uh, NBA. Oh my God, not even NBA. I was thinking about that because of the quote, the NFL offseason free agency, and all the the very interesting moves that we've had. Obviously, our teams, the Packers and the Patriots, have been 
dealing some crazy things and still plenty to come so we'll definitely keep you updated so keep an eye out for our new episode and obviously nba we're going to be winding down the regular season so we're definitely going to do an episode checking out where teams are going to be leading into the playoffs to play in and what teams need to look for moving forward but thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on the flip side see you guys